Good morning, Nachum. Good day of Shabbos, everybody. Tomorrow we have the privilege of reading Pashas Kisavo. Pashas Kisavo, according to the Chinuch, contains six mitzvos, three positive mitzvos and three restrictions. And I just want to note that the last of the mitzvos in Pashas Kisavo is 611, and that is which means that we are to walk in the ways of Hashem. The Talmud in Sota asks, how is that possible? He is, after all, literally consuming fire. But what does it mean? It means that as he, HaKadosh Baruch Hu, is Rachum Chanun, merciful, kind, so are we to be. But you should know that this goes way beyond that. There's a beautiful essay in Rav Shechter's Sefer, Nefesh HaRav, whereby he quotes Rav Salavechik, who points out that there's a medrash at the very beginning of the Torah, at the conclusion of the first paragraph, where the Torah says, Vayi Erev, Vayi Voker, and it was evening. And what's the and? So the Medrash says that HaKadosh Baruch Hu was Borei Olamos Umachrivan. HaKadosh Baruch Hu created worlds and destroyed them. This world that we are living in is not the first world that Hashem created. So wait a minute that it took Thomas Edison many, many hundreds of tries until he got the light bulb to work. That's understandable. But HaKadosh Baruch Hu, he gets it right on the first time. So why does he have to create worlds and destroy them? Rav Salvechi gave a beautiful answer, namely, to teach us that HaKadosh Baruch Hu built into the world the ability not just to create, but the ability to recreate. Rachman al-Islam, if somebody loses a close relative, Rachman al-Islam, somebody loses a business that they've been involved with all their life, and they say, oh my goodness, it's all over. I cannot continue. Wrong. HaKadosh Baruch Hu built into nature that just as he, just as HaKadosh Baruch Hu creates, he recreates, and just as man creates, and we saw this with our own eyes after the Shoah, how many had the incredible ability to recreate. And I really believe that but we have, Baruch Hashem, Medinas Yisrael, so much was built on this concept of recreating the ability of that, Let's understand, two weeks from tonight is Rosh Hashanah. And therefore, I really believe that the parsha speaks not only for the immediate lesson on the surface, but there's a deeper lesson 
for us as well, as I will try to show. Bikurim, which is the mitzvah regarding the first fruits of the Jewish farmer in the land of Israel, constitutes two out of the 613 mitzvahs. Number one, we are taught in Mishpatim, in chapter 23, Puzzle 19, Reshis Bikurei Ademoscha Tovi, Beis Hashem There is a mitzvah to bring the choices first fruit of your land to the house of Hashem, to the Beis HaMikdash. Just bringing the first fruits, instead of taking them and putting them on your dining room table with your family and children and neighbors, and you're so excited about your produce, your fruits, you come and you say, thank you, Hashem, at the Beis HaMikdash. But the thank you part comes in this week's parsha. The bringing is found in Mishpatim. So in this week's parsha, what are we told? You bring, after you brought the basket of Bikurim, there is a recitation, and you recite a summary of Jewish history, beginning with Arami Oveirovi, how Yaakov's father-in-law, Lavan, tried to destroy Judaism, Yaakov, what he stood for, his integrity, his way of life. HaKadosh Baruch Hu provided him with the miracle of survival. And then we go on to say further the summary of Jewish history of what happened in Egypt. Namely, that Vayoreu Osonu HaMitzrim, Mitzrayimah, what does that mean? that the Egyptians mistreated us from the word Ra, they were bad to us, they afflicted us, they imposed heavy work upon us. And we go on to say, we cried out, and Hashem took us out of Egypt, and and He brought us to this place. Firstly, we are familiar with these verses because they constitute the essence of the Magid section on the night of the Pesach Seder. We explain each and every phrase of these psukim. But I want everyone to note that the way the Jew connects to his historical past is literally by putting himself in that situation. Namely, behold door, as we say in the Pesach Seder, you are to look upon yourself that as if you left Egypt. It doesn't say that that the Egyptians were bad to them. No, Osanu, they were bad to us. He puts himself as if he himself were persecuted in Egypt. 
Vayotzi'enu. Hashem took us out. It doesn't say Vayotzi'en. He could have been born 300 years after the Jewish people came out of Egypt into Eretz Yisrael. But he includes himself, Vayotzi'enu. Hashem took us. He's living that experience each and every year of leaving Egypt. And Vayivienu, even though he never saw Yoshua bin Nun because it was 300 years earlier in his life, no. He includes as if I just came to the land of Israel. There's a hischatshus, there's an excitement here. But most important, he is including himself within the cloud. Now, note the very first Rashi of Pashas Kisavo. The Torah says, when you come into the land, and you will possess it, and is you're going to conquer, and you're going to settle. And Rashi quotes the Gemara in Kedushim that we were not obligated to the mitzvah of Bikurim until we conquered and each tribe had their particular possession. Not until 14 years after we entered the land did this mitzvah go into effect. What's the essence of what Rashi is teaching us? Take a step back, everybody, and realize that is man, the Makadesh. The mitzvah came into effect when we were settled in the land. We, the Jewish people, brought Kedusha to the land. The Kedusha verit Yisrael, as Rambam explains in chapter 6 of Beis HaBchira, the Rambam writes, the Kedusha of Yoshua and the Jewish people, Joshua, when we came into the land, was through the Kibush, through the conquering of the land, and when unfortunately the land was taken away by the Babylonians, 70 years later when Ezra and the Jewish people came back, it was the Chazaka, they're living in the land, our possessing the land, the Jew brings Kedusha. And this is what I am trying to say is a very important lesson for us, two weeks before Rosh Hashanah, namely that you are to be part of the Klau, part of the Jewish people. Why? Because the Torah promises us that the Jewish people will always be. At the end of next week's parsha of Vayelech, the Torah has the beautiful promise regarding Torah Kilo Sishachach Mipi Zaro, chapter 31, next week. Pasuk 21, the Torah promises us the Torah will never be forgotten by the Jewish people. Pinch yourselves, everybody. We are living that. We see it. But we, each and every one of us, has to be a part of the community. Of course, if I daven at home, Hashem hears our prayers. No question. But it's so much better to daven with a minion. And one should try three times a day, morning before I go to work, mincha, to find a time at work that there's a minion around you. 
Mayrev, different times at night time. Be a cloud person. Attach yourself to the cloud. Why? Because you are attaching yourself to eternity. The more you are, are the more your family is a part of Klal Yisrael, of the Jewish nation. Therefore, each and every one has talents that they were given. Talents, be it a person who is, quote, proficient in numbers, wonderful. The accountant, let him take his skill and bring it to the local, the local yeshiva, help out with their books as a treasurer and along those lines. This is what Pashas Kisavo in the first mitzvah of the recitation of Bikurim is calling to each and every one of us. I just want to close with a passage that we add at the end of the Shemona Esrei only on Yom Kippur. But let's start thinking about it now. We say at the end of our Shemona Esrei, Elokai, we make an admission to God, Until I was born, I was not worthy. What does that mean? Unlike so many people who think, oh, if only I would live in an earlier time, in the time of the Vilna Gaon, in the time, no, 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 no. You were not. You were born when you were supposed to be born. You were born at a time when only you can make your unique contribution. Because nobody else has your fingerprints. Nobody else has your EKG. You are unique, but you have to take your unique talents and as Hillel said, yes, if I am not for myself to develop my talents, then who am I? But if I am alone, if I don't contribute these talents to the seaboard, to the cloud, then ma'ani, what am I? And therefore, this beautiful charge, most of us are not farmers. All of us will hear the Kriya Satola. All of us have to realize that the beautiful Nusach that was uh, said then, that we will say again when we have the third Besam Migdash, is all in putting yourself in the historical past and thereby putting yourself today in our historical present and Amir Tashem, our very precious historical future. Shabbat Shalom to all.